how may I help you? Hi, Joe. I loved your last uh, behavior management podcast. I connected with it so much, but unlike the other teachers, I'm the veteran teacher at my building, working with mostly newer teachers, and not all of them young, but some of them new to the profession. I was a preschool teacher for 20 years, and then I switched over to kindergarten, and I love it, except for the curriculum. There's just a ton of worksheets. And I got a lot of pushback when I tried to convince my team to make worksheets into a game, that we could do centers instead of worksheets, and we can do all these kinesthetic activities and, you know, change our dramatic play to match our unit of study. But I got tons and tons of pushback. We just recently got a new administrator, and she loves what I do. She comes in my room. She's like, oh, my God, it makes me so happy to come into this room. I love what you're doing in here. But then at meetings, she doesn't mention any of the activities I do. So I'm really frustrated. And I find that the newer teachers are really having a lot of anxiety thinking about making play-based activities when they've been just following a curriculum for the past three years. So let me know if you, anybody else have this problem. I don't know how long I'm going to last at this school. It doesn't match my teaching philosophy. Playing for play in kindergarten. Well, okay there. Guess what? You came to the right place. Okay. Also, I want to let everyone know I'm not an expert. I never claimed to be an expert, but I am a realist. So I'm going to tell you like it is. If you want to submit your call to the behavior management line, you're more than welcome to become a Patreon fan. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. You can do that there. Anyway, back to this. Okay, listen, let's just start with the admin's philosophy. Personal thing. All right. Uh, I'm personally done with the Mary Poppins toxic positivity in teaching. I just am. All right. I'm also done with the fact that people are acting like teachers are supposed to be these cookie cutter cutouts, picture perfect, exactly the same in every single grade. No, newsflash, not going to happen, not going to work. All right. Every single group of kids that you get is so much different. You said you're a veteran teacher, then you're going to understand this too, as do I. You get your dream class, what, every seven years? Every class in between is just like, okay, you're okay. And some are just like, I can't wait for this year to be over. It's just how it goes. Every single class is different. So riddle me this, administration, if every single class is different, how can you tell me that this curriculum that I'm about to teach is going to work the same way for this year and next year and the next year? You can openly admit to me that this year is, you know, they work together. They're great. It's a dream. But next year, they're on the friggin' struggle bus. How are you going to tell me that if I teach this curriculum the exact same way, I'm supposed to have the exact same results? I'm sorry, but this sounds like an equity issue to me. Right? I once worked in a building like this where they were just so, this is what the curriculum is, and this is how you're going to teach it. Down to the point where 
when the administration came into your building or came into your classroom, they wanted to see you teaching whatever it was that was supposed to be at that time. And it should have been like, you're basically saying these words around this time. I'm like, uh, uh, this is not for me. This is not for me. How, how do you expect this to work? Let me newsflash, newsflash. It doesn't. It was so robotic. Also, in that district, in a couple other districts, they show you these like teaching videos of like how to teach readers workshop. And they wanted you to have like the same cadence as the teacher, too. It was like, hmm, so if she is the character of the book is sitting here, what is the prediction that you think is happening next? It was just like this. It was almost like... Like weathermen, how you just always watch the weathermen and they all have that same sort of weathermen speech. It was like that. I was like this. I, it was, you know what it was? Stepford Wives. It was Stepford Wives of Teaching over there. It was bad. It was bad. But whenever I tried to like go against the grain, nobody could handle it. Much like what you're talking about too. And you know what? I, I, at first I wanted to tell you that this is like a new teacher thing, you know, that sometimes they come in a little bit too big for their britches and you know, now that happens. That's unique to the individual also. But if new teachers come in and that's the way they're being led and, and, you know, they're hearing from the hires up that this is how you're supposed to do it, you know, I don't think they're going to actually listen to their peers when it comes to you being like, yeah, but actually we're going to do it like this because they're looking for a little job security too. But the sad part is they're not going to know how to really teach. Let's be real here. Okay. Let's just call it like it is. After a few years in education, your lesson plans, and I used air quotes with that, become like a few sticky notes. It's like a guideline because you can't. I could tell you I'm going to do this, 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 and this today. And then first thing, next thing you know, I walk into school. She's cutting her own hair off. This one's putting a, a pencil in the outlet. And another one's starting a fire with a magnifying glass in the guinea pig's hay. And I'm supposed to like be on with my lesson plan and my unit plans? No! I always say this, listen to this, and you, I think you can maybe bring this argument into the building and perhaps with your team too. Perhaps talk to them about how you believe that a curriculum is a really great skeleton, but it's the teacher's job to put the meat on the bones and you know how to put the meat on the bones based off of how your class is and what they respond to and what they enjoy. I also at one point wanted to get a little innovated like this too. So I brought some research to my boss and I was like, see, this is what I'm doing and this is why. He, I was in a cool building then when my boss was really cool, kind of just like let me do a lot. So he was into it, but maybe start there. However, you said something that I thought was even more important, which was you realize that this might not be the building for you and you got a GTFO. Listen, that's a really good realization. Teacher burnout is so real that I think it's healthy for us to start realizing where we don't want to be 
recognizing that, identifying it, and then being like, okay, well, there is a place where I do want to be. I just got to find it and then go. I think that that's healthy. I think what's unhealthy is this mindset that teachers have where it's like, I'm just going to live in misery forever and never change anything about this situation. Let's do a, a really fun game called Not Do That. <laughs> okay, let's just not do that. Also, very, very with you on, you know, the play-based learning, especially in kindergarten, so important. You learn so many life lessons from play. They learn about, like, sharing, compromise, caring, respectful words, like all of it. It's so good. Not to mention the fine motor skills that come along with it, too. I'm into it. Go in there, go in there strong. Just tell them what you think. I don't know that you have yet. Just tell them what you think, the team especially too. Because if you got a few, you know, comrades backing you up, you find the people in your building who also agree with you. You know, one person coming at it with a request is better than one. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I'm loving this behavior management segment. I hope you guys are too. Would love it if you could support the podcast. The Patreon is how we keep the podcast going. Five bucks. That's like a cup of coffee. You get a month's worth of free content for that. Bonus episodes of everything. And you can call in the behavior management line and leave your messages. And I'll give you the skinny on that. Become a Patreon fan. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. And I think we have a new, a few new Patreon members who would like to hear a hello. So, hello to Lauren Downey, Kendall Cigar, Haley Schmidt, Leslie Newton, Bethany Kolchak, Chelsea Jenks, Elise Batch, Joanna Bentley, Colleen, just Colleen, Andrea Pasquale, Danielle Watson, Marianella Rodasakis, Kelly Robbins, Emily Bellisera, Caitlin Weens, Elizabeth Harple, Lisa Ruby, Jack Negretti, Melissa Lamb, Trina Scanapicio, Christina Watts, Kristen Lamb, Melinda Avolio, Lori Seagal, Kimber Crabtree, Ashley, just Ashley, and Jenna Delaney. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate each and every one of you. Again, appreciate your support. You become a Patreon member at patreon.com slash and we'll see you next week for another episode of Behavior Management. Behavior Management.